Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Tribal Hub podcast. Michelle Bouchard here with your Tribal Hub team. Today, I am here talking with Ryan Conrad, the account manager, and Darren Barnett, sales engineering manager for CoFence. Simply put, CoFence stops email security threats and protects users and your organizations through a network of 35 plus million human reporters. Ryan and Darren, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having us. Always a pleasure to support tribes and tribal organizations and uh, educate you guys on the different types of threats out there. Really great to be here. Appreciate it, Michelle. Yeah, awesome. Cool. So before we kind of get into these different things, do you guys want to give a little bit of introduction of maybe your background with CoFence? Yeah, so my name's Ryan Conrad. I'm the account manager for all tribal organizations, so tribes, tribal health, tribal casinos. I've been with CoFence for about two years now, um, and over that time frame, I've done nothing but support the tribes. Um, so it's really been a great experience for me. I love that you guys have somebody that focuses specifically with tribes. You know what I mean? I think that just really speaks that you understand that it's a, it's a different type of organization. They really, you know, tribes need kind of a, a real focus on what they do. So I love that you guys do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I'm a sales engineering manager with CoFence and been with CoFence. We used to be known as, as Fishman, so been here quite a while. And it's it's very interesting to see how the tactics of the threat actors change over time and different elements that they use to try to uh, adjust and evade the security challenges. Super interesting, and that's what we're going to kind of get into in this in this uh, discussion. So, CoFence, you guys are a cybersecurity company that specializes in phishing, defense, and security awareness training within organizations. Talk a little bit about maybe an overview of what you guys do and your mission within the cybersecurity space. One of the things primarily is we proactively remove about sixty percent of malicious emails that get past security gateways. We also train employees to spot malicious emails, and we do that by mimicking real phishing threats. And most importantly, our emphasis is on getting users to report suspicious emails. And the reason why we think that's important is because it gives security teams visibility on how they're being targeted and to be able to defend against it. Yeah. You hear that so often, like the number one defense against phishing attacks is the employees. <laughs> you, you know, you hear that a lot. So that's really cool. So in the month of October, it's Cybersecurity Awareness Month and Security Awareness Training Month. It's a great time for tribes, governments, enterprises, the health facilities, casinos to educate their teams on the importance of really keeping those end users, end users alert and aware of the latest phishing tags, tactics. A lot of times we hear of these threats and attacks at facilities that start literally with just an employee clicking on a link and then it just goes from there. How do you guys help tribes to empower themselves and their employees to really stay vigilant and up to date with the most recent tactics as well as mitigation, mitigating the potential impacts? Because we analyze phishing threats that are getting past the perimeter for many of our customers, it gives us a unique perspective on what those actual tactics and threats are. And that's basically what we put into our um, simulations and our training programs so that users aren't just being trained on simulations that are maybe cute or creative, but have no um, reflection on what um, organizations are actually doing. So phishing attacks. 
significant threat to tribal organizations and night travel, as we've seen in the news recently. We've seen, you know, a lot of casinos and health facilities specifically become targets. Just all of that data information you know, that you see in those type of facilities. How has the landscape of phishing attacks evolved over the years? And what trends are you seeing that, you know, they're sharing with some of your customers? Yeah, they're constantly having different tactics that are evading the security technologies, whether it's gateway or post-gateway technologies. As far as the top attack vectors, what we're seeing, probably over half of malicious emails are credential phishing. And if you think about it, there's no malware being delivered. And so those technologies do a really good job of blocking malware-based attachments. So the threat actors are focusing on things credential phishing, there's nothing malicious being delivered, and they'll rely on, they'll send emails via trusted third parties. LinkedIn is an example, and they can send an email, user clicks, and it redirects them. Credentials are compromised, or just simply leveraging third party, a third party um, vendor that the tribes might be leveraging, and that's a compromised email account. So it's coming from a legitimate source, but it's actually phishing. So. Right. So that's that's the foremost attack vector is to phishing. What is probably in the news quite a bit in tribes and other organizations is, is ransomware. And so we're seeing about 25% of breaches start with ransomware. And it's estimated by 2031, there'll be victims, it'll cost victims about $265 billion annually. That's crazy. And and the third we see is we still tend to see BECs business and milk. So that's pretty pretty good overview on the type yeah. of fishing presence. There always is something new, something on the horizon. How do you and your team stay ahead of these threats? And like, how do you adapt your solutions? Because you must always be having to do that. With you know, the threat actors are evolving, and then you know, you guys need to evolve too. How do you how do you do that? Absolutely. And if if you look at most of the solutions out there, and the, and the buzzwords today primarily are around you know AI, machine learning, technology, and yes. we have those technologies as well. We're focused because we have that visibility, because most of our customers, many of our customers, we're doing analysis for it. We're able to see the actual phishing threats that are being leveraged. So it gives us unique perspective. And those are based on those who goes to our we actually analyze those, not just tell you malicious, but we'll actually get in depth on what those are doing. Right. We also separately have an intelligence feed that has sources out there in the wild. And so with those sources out there in the wild, we're also identifying getting all those. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's like you always, you never know. You always have to be it's constantly evolving, constantly disrupting what people have or tribes have, companies have like in place. You know what I mean? It's just constant, constant. Absolutely. Yeah. So you guys have, from what I was reading, several solutions that tribes could use to help report and train users. Can you share some more insight on, you know, what these are? So I think some of them were CoFence Reporter, FishMe, and LMS. You have an LMS? 
Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, reporter is that button to report phishing. So simply think of it as one click report a fish. So like you get an email and then because there's like a button there, I would actually click and be like, this does not look right. It, okay. it, exactly. It's on your email okay. client, one click report a fish and users don't always know. doesn't matter. Let, it'll get sorted out afterwards. Yeah. But we'll, we'll start with, and again, with our metrics, we're focusing on just reporting over over click rates. And so, like I said, many, many awareness programs out there are more focused, how did I reduce the click rates? Well, you can gain that based on what simulations that are sent out. If you want to get better metrics, you just make the test a little bit easier. Right. right? Yeah, adjust it. And and are there folks, how much time did they spend on training and so forth? But if we can just get that reporting rate up and then we can then analyze what gets reported and then defend against it. So not only can we quarantine those emails, but we can take by giving yeah. the having that in-depth analysis, we can then drill in and have organizations take a, additional remediation steps. So right. an example is there's a malicious link. Let's block that on the end of Right. So it's done. Like it can't even, yeah. Interesting. That's really cool. I love that. That is really, that, does that work with any email service? Pretty much. It's either Microsoft or, or G Suite More, still more Microsoft. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, that's where our fish me solution is about training users through simulations okay. and this, What's unique is our phishing simulations are going to be based on, on real phishing threats. And so we're going to focus with that training program to get that to get that reporting rate up. And, okay. and yes, LMS is our security awareness training. Mm-hmm. And what I like about what our LMS team is doing is they, on a monthly basis, have regular content updates. And what a lot of what they're doing now is designed to be really engaging for the users and helps the users be more interactive and actually learn because mm-hmm. it's more interesting. That's cool. That's really neat. And these are all three different kind of systems or solutions that you have. Since yes, they're they're different, but they work together. They work together. So all yeah. the reporting metrics go into FishMe mm-hmm. and then there's, you know, metrics between the between the various solutions. Mm-hmm. So when you go in and and you know do these phishing simulations, the training who, who are you are you working with the entire organization are you working with you know certain levels or how, how do you separate that do you work with you know your IT director to be like okay we're gonna start here this is where we're seeing the most how do you separate it out because organizations are enormous you know some of them yeah so it's different for the organizations so usually we'll recommend that you fish the entire population yeah but there might be more targeted organizations or are more targeted departments mm-hmm. or more targeted users that hey if they fail you know we might have some more remedial training for them as well but usually it's if you can just train everybody it makes the program a lot simpler and then you might take like new hires who aren't up to speed yet and have separate training for your new Right. And maybe even incorporate that into, you know, your orientation and things like that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And something I would say that's a little more tribe specific is I've noticed within tribal IT teams, folks are, they're smaller teams and different folks are wearing a number of different hats within the organization. Mm-hmm. 
So just to have something that can, you know, easily train employees to identify phishing threats. And if you don't even want to, you know, do it within your organization, customize it, we can manage that as well with our managed service and allow you to be able to train your users without having to, to do a lot um, mm-hmm. within your IT teams. Okay. That's really cool. That's awesome. When somebody uses, you know, they do, you know, the phishing simulations, like how, how often do you recommend that they do that? Is it something that everyone has to either complete like once a year or, you know, is it twice a year? How do you determine that? It, it it varies, and so it's de- it's dependent on the organization. Yeah, and so probably minimum of quarterly. We often have companies tribes that will do it on a monthly basis. Oh, wow! And and then, like I said, there might be targeted departments where you might do mm-hmm. additional trainings over that, but it really varies. And you're basically looking upon those metrics and the results. You might adjust your data. Just, yeah, that's true. So if you're like at the purchasing department with like hot mess, then you're going to focus on them. Yeah, so that, that makes complete sense. So, you know, talking about all that, how you do your training, what have you seen with, you know, tribes and their successes? Can you share any highlights you know, some of their experiences that you were like, wow, that's just really changed, you know, the organization and their security posture. Yeah. So for basically most all tribes are being training and conditioning users to spot malicious emails. The, the ones that are the organizations that are doing the best, if you look at those metrics, they're reporting over 50% of the simulations and therefore when you get to that level where they're reporting, you know if there's a real phishing threat, yeah. the security teams are going to have visibility on it and then being able to analyze and defend against those phishing threats and prevent those um, attacks from happening. When you go into um, to a tribe, you know, I, I think you would see, you know, some tribes are so small, it's getting real loud right now. Like, what happened? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's mine. You can bring it over. But so what I was thinking was, you know, when you have some tribes who like they have, a, you know, a cybersecurity team within IT, you know, and you're probably working with them. And then you have some team, some tribes. We saw this with the tribe, one of our mutual events, their human resources director was also their IT director. You know what I mean? Just because they're so strapped for all these different things. So I'm sure you have to really, it's cool that you can adjust and really, when you come in, be like, okay, this is the landscape here. Let's adjust this to this. This is what we need to do here. Or, you know what I mean? I think that is so important. And people, you know, solution providers who work with tribes really understand that. So I think you can really see that in some of the solutions that you're providing. And that's, that's really important. Yeah, we like to be, you know, very user-friendly, even on the admin side. Just like you said, the IT team, sometimes folks are wearing a number of different hats and they're not exactly skilled in um, something like this. So being user-friendly you know, on the admin side as well and providing playbooks and, and things that help to make the process go a lot more smoothly. Yeah. Um, things. Yeah. yeah. So both for the training program and then for um, analyzing those reported emails, we have what we um referred to as our phishing defense center Mm -hmm. and those guys basically take over all the reported emails Mm -hmm. and so uh, along with that as we mentioned earlier the ability to proactively quarantine emails getting past the gateway 
but the balance of what those users report, our phishing defense center will not only analyze, tell you that it's malicious. And even though there's other technologies that might be able to recognize that it's malicious, they don't tell you what that phishing campaign is doing. And it's critical to have that level of analysis to be able to know whether it's credential phishing or it's downloading some malware or is a business email compromise so that beyond the quarantine capability, you can take additional steps to reduce risk in the organization. What do you see more of? By and far, it's credential phishing. And that's the easiest. All it has to do is somebody enters in their credentials and they're compromised. Right. And it, it's sort of a snowball effect because once you have one user compromised, mm-hmm. then you can now leverage that email account to send other malicious emails. Right. And so emails come in. Again, you have technology that might identify an untrusted sender, uh, mm-hmm. but now you have a phishing email coming from right. a trusted, trusted sender. Yeah. Cofit sponsored last month in August, the tribal ISAC. So thank you very much for that. ISAC is just an amazing organization created by tribes, for tribes. So we really appreciate your support um, of that. One of the topics you guys talked about to the tribal ISAC team was the availability of cybersecurity awareness toolkit resource. So is this something that you guys offer to just you know, tribes in general, to all communities? And can you speak a little bit more about it? Yes, absolutely. We have a cybersecurity awareness toolkit. It's okay. available on our website. Oh, okay. And it's free. Just go there, download it, and it's a number of resources. And so there's some video content. There's some infographics that tell you about those different phishing threats, the prevalent phishing threats that we discussed. Okay. And um, it's along with instructions on how to use all those materials. Wow. Okay. That's great. And last question, or maybe second or third to last. (laughs) What advice would you give to organizations looking to enhance their cybersecurity defenses and phishing? I know we talked about a lot of the different things, you know, that can do. Obviously, you know, being a partner with you guys would be one of them. But if there was like somebody listening who's like, gosh, if there's one thing I could do right now, what would that be? What would you tell them? If they don't have a reporter button, deploy it. If they do have a reporter button, then check those metrics and see what that reporting rate is. But promote that, get that out there because that's going to give visibility on how your organization's being targeted. So they're going to get the metrics on the training, on the simulations, on how good their users are at spotting malicious emails. Mm -hmm. But they're also going to have visibility on the targeted phishing threats. Okay. That's good. And I would bet so this is, you know, airing in October, coming up to the holidays, December, I would I would think you'd have an uptick of that stuff happening. Is that true or no? Does it just happen all the time now? It happens all the time. Okay. But but with many organizations, they do promote cybersecurity awareness month. Yeah. And it really is a great opportunity to to promote and get users better versed at, at identifying phishing threats. Yeah. Something that you said earlier, users can either be your most valuable security tool or your most vulnerable. So it's really just conditioning those users to be able to identify threats and then reporting it. It's really the most important thing kind of to what we do. Well, Ryan and Darren, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. And again, thank you for your Travel ISAC sponsorship. We really appreciate you guys. And thank you, Michelle. It's always a pleasure. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Michelle. Yeah. For more information on today's podcast, just click on the show notes. 
If you have a story to share or a topic you'd like to see us cover, reach out to our team on LinkedIn or via email at contactus at tribalhub.com. See you soon.